What's up, everybody? This is Geo, and I'm Bug. Welcome to Geek vs. Geek, episode twenty-two. Yes, we're late this week. Uh, you That's like to... technical technical issues. You want to dive into that? Let the people know what's going on. Uh, basically, the um breaker in my house decided to take a dump. Well. The massive dump, actually. <laughs> yeah, big massive dump. And uh, and you're having battery issues with your Computer, only yes. computing yeah. device. Um, so there's there's a lot going on on Gia's end. He's working on it. Bear with us. Um, we recorded about four or five pieces of a show. Um. In post-production, I realize I could stitch it all together, but it would be so inconsistent, and the the continuity uh, would make no sense because we get cut off, join back, and then we'd be in a completely different subject, conversation, everything would just be off so there's no there's no continuity there's no i mean it's bad enough the way it is but it was really bad so we're starting over (laughs) yeah (sighs) um and in, in that starting over a lot has developed apparently in the new cycle yes um the uh the great uh the great raid you know what not even mad about it uh, well, no, it's 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 absolutely the most stupid, idiotic. Even uh, there, even Andrew Cuomo questions its legitimacy. Um, but I tell you what I think. I tell you what I think. I think Trump saw this coming. I think he prepared for it, and I think he took full advantage of it. And the and the media fell for it, hook, line, and sinker. That's what I think. I mean. How often do you hear the words National Archives in the news? I mean, yes, it's a thing. From time to time, but I mean, you know. (laughs) But this mess... Oh, he he took classified documents when he left the White House. Okay, okay, he he did. But he has security clearance. And he declassified all the documents that he took before he left. Talk about cover thy ass. <laughs> but, you know. but here's the kicker. The document in question was a letter from a dignitary telling him goodbye, and it was a pleasure working with him on the world stage. It was a personal letter to the president of the United States. Um, that, that was the thing. That was the thing that he took that they're, they're trying to get him on because they just unsealed the the warrant, so um, everything's in there. And they're trying to get him on that espionage that that was somehow a security risk. Yeah, um. well, I, I, what I don't understand is how can you like you like you said how can you serve a warrant when nobody's home? Yeah, and it's and I confirm with my dad, whose father was a judge. Okay, and um, I said, Dad, don't. You you have to be present to serve the warrant. He's like, well, I think somebody has to be present. But it, okay, it's my house, but 
I've got a roommate living there, but I'm on, it's my house, and somebody's staying there. They're searching my stuff, not his stuff. They got to serve me the warrant. He's like, well, yeah, that's true. And I said, and ain't you got to be in person? You got to hand that warrant in somebody's hand, okay? You can't just email the warrant. You can't. That, that's not how that works, or else, you know, these child support runners would, would, would have no problem. These sheriffs chasing these motherfuckers around town having to actually serve them the warrant in person, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that way there's no question about whether it's a chain of custody kind of thing. There's no question as to whether or not they received the summons or the subpoena or, in this case, the warrant. So I'm questioning, first of all, on that, I think we have an unlawful or a Fourth Amendment issue, unlawful search and seizure. And second of all, um, there's no grounds. So I think this is just an excellent uh, publicity campaign for Trump. He's raised more money than he ever has in 24 hours. I mean, uh, he raised more money in 24 hours than he did in his entire campaign across both elections. Just think about how staggering that number would be. Yeah, for, um, so, for somebody that, quote-unquote, doesn't need the money, you know. Well, he uh, well his first run in 2016, uh, he funded himself. So, yeah, I mean, you know, and he donated his presidential salary to a veteran's uh uh, charity. So, um, I think what the left wants out of this is they want the right to take up arms and get violent. I think it's it's their it's their holy grail to get guns out of our hands. And I think their second objective uh, that's their second objective, and their first objective is delegitimize him for office. They 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 want they they want to strip him of any ability to run for office, and it's that's what it's been all along. They don't care if he's guilty or not, but if they can get him on something and disqualify him from running for office, then they're they're good to go. Instead of focusing on their issues and focusing on fixing their broken administration, they are still fixated. That's how, that to me. Uh, shows fear. They are desperate and and uh, afraid, like legitimately afraid, because they don't they have are, anybody to to. They have nobody. Do you think Biden can go on a second term? Do you think he can go on like this? No, I, mean, I don't know how he's going to finish out his first term. I mean, he's he's there. He's being held together with duct tape and glue. Duct basically. tape and bailing wire, actually. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, just <laughs> take these pills, damn it. <laughs> I mean, he's hopped up on all kind of shit, man. I mean, I I would like I, actually I really don't want to see it, but I hear tell like if he doesn't have his pills, he's like a he's like a child. Well, yeah, yeah. So that came from Jill, and that, I, that, I really I really feel in in that sense I feel sorry for the man. I mean, I, I do and I don't. I feel sorry that he's being abused as an elderly member of of our um. What you call it? Our society. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
damn, I couldn't think of the word. <laughs> uh, but then on the other hand, you know, Karma's a bitch. You know, he's corrupt. He's his whole family's corrupt, and um, you know, he deserves whatever negative comes to him. But mm-hmm. who is suffering here, him or the American people? Um, and I think the American people are suffering far more. He doesn't even know where he's at. He's in, he's in bliss. He's in the bliss. He's in the bliss of ignorance. He's got no clue what's going on. Did you see him try to shake Chuck Schumer's hand a second time? Yeah, I, I read that the, <laughs> saw that the other day, and I'm like, okay. Why is why isn't there somebody standing there like right behind him? Kind of, I mean, he basically needs Jiminy Cricket. Is what he needs. Oh my god. <laughs> What is up with him and these handshake flops? He he just doesn't he doesn't. He's trying to shake hands of people that ain't there. He's trying to shake people's hands he's already shook hands with. Yes, like I said, uh-huh. he needs he needs Jiminy Cricket. He's falling upstairs, not downstairs. I mean, he needs to like have a constant um. What do they call those things? The in ear uh uh yeah, an earpiece. Yeah, he old yeah, like the news reporters usually. He needs he needs one of those. Like in his ear. Yeah. So like somebody could say, Okay, you're done, Joe. Go go this way. Or go <laughs> Oh, that poor guy. Or something. I mean at this point, I and mean, we're all laughing, but it's not funny. It's really No, not. because again, who's suffering here? Uh, it, you know, it's crazy. I mean, this poor, this uh, this man went to visit one of the highest, uh, you know, one of the 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 most influential leaders on the planet, and 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 messed himself. I mean, oh, you, uh, um, the Pope. Uh, yeah. He didn't. He didn't mess himself. He shat his pants. <laughs> Okay, big difference there. He shat his pants. The Italian press was all over it, man. American press didn't cover it at all. Of course they didn't, because it's embarrassing. That's how I learned about it was the Italian press. Um, I'm like, I mean, he's that's the thing too. He's like embarrassing the country at various points, and 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 no, and even even the the liberal press is like, okay, we can't, you know. Mm-hmm. And does who picked his press secretary? Who? Jen Psaki. Oh my! Why? <laughs> she and picked her to, to top to top it all off. Yes, the sir. Attorney General gets up yesterday. Mm-hmm. Okay. And talks for like five minutes about absolutely nothing. Well, well, well. I I happen to think he was in that five minutes. He three minutes and fifty seven seconds, I think, to be exact. Um, I think he, um, you know, you're right. He didn't say anything, did he? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, uh, and people think I'm Republican, and I'm and I'm not. I'm, no, I'm, the, I'm, point, I'm really libertarian. But at this I, point, I can at this point I consider myself non-affiliated. <laughs> well, 
I mean, you kind of have to be somewhat affiliated because you got to vote for somebody. Um, but I'm never voting a Democrat again, ever. That's just, you know, not ever, ever vote Democrat. And there's a lot of Republicans I'm not voting for. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they're if they're not whole and vow holy, yeah, if they're not whole and vowed to the Constitution, I uh, I don't really want to hear anything they have to say. Now, why is it that because you have all these other parties, you know that that nobody ever talks about? Yeah, like the Green Party and yeah, Libertarian, Libertarian, you know, yeah. and these people get on the ballot. I, that, that absolutely blew my mind because I went the last time I went to vote. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the ballot, and there's like the the list is as long as my arm for president. Yeah, and and I'm like, okay. Where were all? I've never heard of any of these people. I mean, I know the top two, yeah, but the rest of them, I don't know who that is. I, who, you know? <laughs> um, I mean, they don't win. No, because uh, you need money to win. I mean, that's established. Well, I don't know. Uh, who is it? Michael Bloomberg, who spent. Uh, he wasn't trying to win, though. He was just trying to dis- distract people. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he would have won anyway, because nobody really likes him. I mean, there's there's that. Yeah, and then I have to, I have to laugh at the, the like people in California and New York. It's like, how do you... Or, or if Chicago, for that matter. Like, look at the mayor of Chicago and tell, like, did, did a bunch of crackheads get up that morning and go vote? Hey, hey. Is, is that what hey, happened? Hey, 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 hey. Do me a favor. Turn, turn your light out real quick. Okay, good, good. You sit down. Okay, all right. Shh, shh, shh. Lightfoot. 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 Damn, you are. That's how you summons Lori Lightfoot. Is you repeat, <laughs> okay. you repeat Lightfoot three times, and she'll show up like Biggie Smalls in the South Park episode. You know. <laughs> 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 That's why she looks. She looks like a cross between Biggie Smalls and Beetlejuice, man. <laughs> Beetlejuice and Biggie got together one night and had a baby, and it was Lori Life. <laughs> it was funny. Man, uh, who votes for these? I, they don't vote, dude. Please. They don't get, they don't get voted in. Look at Maryland, dude. Look at Baltimore. Nobody voted for those people. They just keep getting reelected and reelected and reelected and reelected. They get nice and fat. Did you see what I posted on Facebook about Liz Cheney speaking of fat? Yes. Uh, Wow. I mean, 
Here we're thinking she's like, you know, something she's not. I remember I found that article. No, I'm talking about her finances. Oh. Um, yeah, I think I caught some of that. I, it's been a minute. She went into office. She she was, quote, unquote, elected in 2017. Okay. Right. Her net worth was $4 million, which is a lot. Hey, I'd, I'd love to have $4 million right now. Her net worth right now, as of today, $44 million. Where did that money come from? Nobody yeah. questions it. How Nobody much, has a problem with it. Yeah, how much salary do how, how much does salary does the average congressman make? I wonder. Or average. Um, about about, about a hundred something thousand a year, like one hundred twenty-eight thousand. I think Nancy Pelosi is the highest paid, being speaker, and I think her official salary is one hundred twenty-eight thousand a year. But she's also a billionaire. Well, yeah, because because she uses inside trading to she goes home and tells Paul, and Paul tells her what 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 laws to get done, and it is what it is, man. Mm-hmm. But she's on her way out because uh, if she doesn't, she's gonna turn into a bottle, puddle of goo on uh on the I'm, Oh, give me give me that bottle of Smirnoff. <laughs> I mean, every time I see her on 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 TV, I'm like, lady, if you get any, if your skin gets stretched one more time, I can't, I can't hardly move. My mouth. Are you talking? To, are you talking about all these facelifts that she gets done, and and her forehead's all shiny because it's stretched to the point where it's like tanned leather. <laughs> Is that what you're talking about? I exactly. Get I get it. I and understand. It, and, she, and, and, and she needs new teeth in the worst way. Either well. That or, either that or she needs to stay off. They, they need to hide the liquor. Because. <laughs> hey, bitch, they may try that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Glue them motherfuckers in. You know what I mean? Glue them bitches in there. They'll stay still. You can glue them in there. Or you can get bolts. You can get you can get studs put in there, hold them in. You got the money for it. Say, say yeah, I, hey, I know what. Like, you get one of them fancy grills, you know. Oh yeah, you see that little gold teeth in the middle, man. You know, bling. <laughs> that should be hip, man. Stay woke. <laughs> Stay woke, millennial. No, that's that's uh, Maxine Waters that needs to do that. So she doesn't even have to speak. She just smiles and. Maxine's all, on a whole different level. All man. her all her followers get the message, you know. So anyway. <sighs> and Maxine Waters is uh she's on a whole different level. Yeah. So yeah, but uh in a little while it'll be it'll be different and there's gonna I I I hate to see what the mass exodus is going to be like if Trump wins because you talk about some panicked people <laughs> um, it'll be a good thing I mean November um, you know there's going to be a big change in Congress I think 
I think there's going to be, unless they, because in the back of my mind, it's like they can, they can pull some shit and, you know, but, um, yeah, man, because everybody's talking about, um, like I said, uh, my mom found this article, like it was, uh, talking about how China and Russia are doing something with nuclear, nuclear weapons. And I'm like, you know, it's, every, they've been threatening this for how many years now? And, you know, Putin doesn't like us, never has. <laughs> he tolerates us. Because we stick our nose in everybody else's business. Mm. Yeah, well, he, he doesn't necessarily have a problem with us. His real problem is NATO, and we keep encouraging NATO's expansion, and uh, that's not cool. That's not cool. I mean, eventually there's going to be two. There's going to be two left. There's going to be China. And there's going to be Russia. Well, and actually there'll be three left: Iran. Um, left after what? Oh my gosh. Well, after they get through expanding NATO to the point to where basically you've it's everybody else against them. Well kind of feel like that's what they want, you know. This is true. Certain individuals Anyway, if we, if, as we talked about before, there are a lot of older, older people in Congress and the Senate that think that, uh, hey, remember back in them days when we were fighting with them Russian people? But the, the thing about it, dude, is we don't need young people in there either because they're all woke and shit, man. So mm -hmm. we, who, who are we gonna get in there to represent us, man? I don't know. Uh, really? Uh, uh, we we have a, we have an emergency situation. There is a, a pet alert. There is a pet alert. That would emergency be a fr that would be a frog outside, and I can't do anything about that. That thing barking is a frog. Yes, that's what I kept saying. And my dad's like, "That's a frog," and I'm like, "That sounds like your little doggy barking for some attention, man." No, it is a frog outside my bedroom window, barking. Open yes. your window and tell it it's a frog and not a dog. Dog, t t tell it it should be going ribbit, ribbit, not roof, roof. <laughs> what kind of frog barks, dude? No, no, this got this got me curious, man. I'm intrigued. Cause my ears, I mean, I, I've got headphones on. I've got, you know, I've got, I, I can hear very well. Mm -hmm. That is distinctively a bark, not a ribbit. Yes, I'm aware, and I have pointed this out. My dad is like, "Well, that's, but that's a frog," and I'm like, "Your dad's messing with you." Don't, don't sound like anything that I've ever. I mean, there's a little I, puppy dog outside. I've, window, I've mentioned man. this several times. Thing okay. out there barking, <laughs> God. And, and yeah, I, first I thought it was like the neighbor's dog or something because we, yeah, have, you know, yeah. A he kept saying, you know, it's a, I'm like, okay. Cause we have a ditch like behind our, um, 
behind their fence. Yeah. That's full of nothing but frogs. And they all rib it, except for this one. He didn't and, get the memo. And, and it's filled with frogs and God knows what else. Yeah, man. But, um, yeah, it, it's the craziest thing. But nobody told this guy to, to rib it, though. Mm-mm. I, I, I think he's confused. Yeah, he's one of those Alex Jones frogs. If we could play sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what I would play. Yes, sir. We, we both know what you would play. It would be, well, it would be one of two things. It would either be Alex Jones or it would be a very old Glenn Beck, which I would love to find one day when he was on. Yeah, he was a different person back then, man. Fox um, or whatever. It was on Fox, yeah. Yeah. Um, put these little. I found these little frogs, and I'm putting them in the boiling water. <laughs> I know the point he was trying to make, but he actually did it. Mm-hmm. He put frogs in the water. I mean, dude. I know you're trying to make a point, man, but we get it. I mean, you ain't got like. The visual aid notwithstanding, we got it, man. I mean, uh, yeah, that pretty much ended his career, I think, on Fox. Uh, that or so I don't know. I mean, I occasionally check out The Blaze because you can get it on some of these free TV services. Um, I just watch them on YouTube, man. Well, that's, that's one thing about these some of these free, like, Pluto TV Mm-hmm. There's a lot of international channels and stuff. All right, now, good thing you brought this up because I have some questions and maybe it'll enlighten the audience out there. You use, you use a thing called Plex. Am I am I right? Mm-hmm. I check Plex out because I'm I'm interested in turning my spare computer into a media center. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of looks like that's the service you pay for. Um, am I wrong? You can, but this what the service is is to have something called Plex Pass, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which basically allows whenever they do like um, updates and stuff like that. I bought a lifetime license years ago. I forget how much it is. A lifetime. Oh, okay. So yeah. you got grandfathered in. Yeah. Um, and uh, okay. So I get uh, whenever they do updates or anything like that, you know, have new new things come out. I get it first. It hasn't really changed. Haven't really changed all that much. I mean, they have a thing where you can um, hook an antenna into it mm-hmm. and have a box in that and basically get uh, over the air television. Um, but I've never tested that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I never could get it to work. But um, as far as like keeping up with your uh, media library, you know, organize, keeping it organized and uh, things like that, it, it's great. It uh, television shows, movies, it, it goes out and it finds all the um, artwork for the, for a movie or television show. Um, the only thing is, it's very temperamental about file names. If the file names aren't 
somewhat, you know, what it can pick up, it'll it'll get confused. Sometimes it picks the wrong film or something, and you have to go in and kind of manually adjust it. So I had to spend, I've done it at least two or three times where I've had to rebuild my library. Um, I have, You have to go in and manually adjust, okay, that's not the right movie. You know, do, uh, it's this movie. Uh, so, but it's very useful. Um, I'm in the process of trying to move it because right now I have uh, everything on external hard drives that uh, I have to have attached to my computer. Mm -hmm. And I bought a one of these little micro computers um, so that I can ha don't have to have my uh, laptop tethered to my desk in the office. So when like we're doing podcasting and stuff, I can, you know, still have access to stuff if I need it. Um, so as the show gets better, um, it'll make it easier for us to do stuff. And you can run a server. I mean, you can even share your libraries mm -hmm. with other people if you want to. If you want to. So, yeah. Okay, I was just wanting to ask you about the Plex, cause um, that's really good software, man. Well, I I rules me out, cause you're grandfathered in. I was I was just looking for something like that that was free. I don't want free there's content. A, there's but, a different there's there's different services you get. Cody's, oh, I've looked. It's overwhelming. There's so many. Cody's still around. Um, Cody. which used to be Xbox Media Center. Okay. Okay. So I was wondering what happened to that. Yeah. Cody. Cody's a Cody's a fork of that. So. Okay. I mean, I haven't messed with Cody in years. I used to play with it all the time. Now, how do you feel about the Ubuntu Media Center edition? Is that still a thing? I have not seen it. Um, I don't know if they still maintain it or not. I mean, they have. Um, that was like a. They have a studio like, edition, but I don't know what that. Studios is for what we're doing. Um, yeah. Recording and stuff. And I, I feel like I've got a Macintosh studio edition, so I'm, I'm good there. Speaking of that, um, what did you think of the theme music for the show that I've been working on? It's been uh, I, I really like it. Um, um, I mean, it needs a little polish, I know, but that's that's basically. I'm, I'm not a uh, you know. Um, in fact, I'm like, damn, dude, won't you do more of this shit? <laughs> so. Oh, so you, uh, you you were you were pleased with that? I was like, um, yeah, it, it it worked. I was like, cool, you know. Um, which, Did the you la the last you thing you recorded too? I was kind of jonesing on. I've listened to that awful lot, so you know. Um, the the theme song for the show that I've been working on. Did you kind of get where I meant? Where it just where it has a punk rock feel to it? Um, Actually, uh, don't kind of. I'm trying to get out of the punk rock feel. It's kind. Of, it still feels metal to me. I don't. I mean, I get the punk rock feel, but I can metal feel. for real. Metal, yeah, it's it's 
kind of a stoner metal vibe, really. Okay. Not so, not like Metallica metal. No, no, no. More like, okay, I got you. I, I really don't. That I know this is gonna sound weird, but like that genre of metal as a guitar player, other than the solos, which solos, eh, um, but they're they're way too easy. Um, I can do, I can I can tune my baritone in, into a drop tuning. And, and plug in my Randall, and I was doing that with my dad. He's like, "So that's that, that's Judas Priest right there. That's that's, that's exactly what Judas Priest sounds like." I said, yeah, I can do this all day long, man. I can do I can do this all day long, man. Uh, as far as I know, I don't know if Cake. I don't know what kind of guitars KK Downing and uh, um Flying V's. I think. Well, yeah, I know, but I mean like. I don't know what their setups are like. I've never done a rig. I've never seen a rig rundown. So, Premier Guitar on YouTube just did a rig rundown of a guitar player for Coheed and Zambria. Um, you mean or what, Co- whatever Coheed and Cambria? Yeah. Yeah, whatever their name is. They need an easier name to pronounce. <laughs> yeah, um, I haven't listened to them in a while. Um, I, I know we we were big fans of their comic book. Um, themed albums there for a while which kind of reminds me a little bit of Queensryche but um yes, I, I have been jonesing on some Queensryche lately yeah not many people know that their music's thematic that it tells a story it's like an epic you know in fact I just recently learned that they have a new album coming out in October yeah, without Jeff Tate, though, it's really hard. <laughs> yeah, well, the new guy, believe it or not, I forget his name, but uh, he's good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's kind of weird not to, uh, not, to hear, not to hear Jeff Tate. Yeah. Um, but he screwed himself over royally. So. He did. I read up on it, and I'm, I'm really... Um... I don't know what side to land on, but I'm I'm kind of feel I mean, like... he's allowed to do, according to the settlement that he reached with the band, he's allowed to do Operation Mindcrime and Operation Mindcrime 2. Yeah. Um, in its entirety when he plays. But that is yeah. the only, that's the only Queensryche stuff he's allowed to do. Yeah, and you know, um, I I still have a hard time understanding why he left the band um, or what happened there. I mean, I read up on it. I kind of get the gist. Or what yeah, basically, him and his wife like his wife. Out. I think his wife had something to do. With flipped it. out and then started doing all kinds of weird shit. <laughs> yeah. So it's really sad though because. Um, you don't really hear a lot of metal bands coming out of Seattle and uh you know them primarily stoner rock and grunge you know, you know that kind of thing but Jimi Hendrix um but he's not metal um he was rock but uh acquired my first Jimi Hendrix record too so And the fact that they've nodded to Floyd over the years was really was they didn't do Floyd covers per se, but they kind of they kind of nodded to Floyd esque type um, type approach. Yeah, and they were uh, they were big fans of uh, Queen, Pink Floyd, um, 
Yeah, man. All that, those type of bands and it shows. Yeah, it does, but not without being copycatish either. That's what I really liked about them. It's like you know by listening, all oh, these these dudes like Pink Floyd. These dudes like you know, but they're not trying to be them. It's yeah. like um, there's this kid on YouTube. This is a guitar player, and uh. He's got the Stevie Ray Vaughan guitar, and he's got the hat, and he's dressed just like Stevie Ray Vaughan. He's playing exactly like Stevie. He's like an Elvis impersonator, except he's Stevie Ray Vaughan. He's a hell of a guitar player. He's 14 years old. And everybody's like, oh, that's awesome. He's going to be the next great, you know, blah, blah. He's going to. I kind of felt like, no, 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 no. No, dude, you need being a fan of Stevie's good and everything, but nobody's ever gonna take you seriously. You're just gonna be on basically I'm paraphrasing myself here, but you're basically going to be a Steve Ray Vaughan jukebox. You know, we don't have Steve Ray Vaughan, but here's this guy. Play Stevie. You, you know? And um I kinda encouraged him in the comment section to find his own voice and you know, kind of explain my philosophy, which I don't do cover songs. I don't chase tone. Um, you know, and a lot of people's going, since I shared the last two or three songs that I've done, I'm kind of a little more open, a little more confident about putting them out there. A lot of feedbacks come back is like, um, and I, you're the first one to say it, I think. But a lot of feedbacks come back. It's like, wow, this is different. I've not heard anything. You know, this is not like all the other stuff out there. I don't know what category to put this in, you know. And yeah, I'm like, like, that's uh, exactly what I wanted, you know. Like, like, uh, like I was, you know, uh, I had a hard time explaining it to you, and we got kind of in an in a argument about it. We didn't get into an argument. I missed a key piece of information that I didn't get. Because oh. we were talking to each other on two different platforms. Yeah. And I felt really bad afterwards. But I wasn't really upset. I just didn't understand. But when I got that key piece of information, it made sense to me. And I was like, oh, fuck. Because I didn't have that. Or I didn't see it, you know. Yeah. And uh, that's not your fault. But it was a huge misunderstanding. And it was just like... I don't know. It was just weird. Yeah, time. because most people, when they think of progressive music, cool. which, which most people are, you know, you say progressive, they're not uh, Rush, maybe. That's probably the only a progressive. The only people that most oh progressive. Yeah. I don't know how Dream Theaters perceived, which is also one of our favorite bands. Um, progressive metal. Queens Rock progressive, progressive metal. metal. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And if you're not used to, if you don't travel in those circles and you don't know, you know, about time signatures and jazz and all that kind of stuff, then you just rant, you know, went home. You, 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 you know, put the sound out and, and some kid walks into a record store, walks to CD store, walks to uh, iTunes nowadays because. You know, um, and it picks this up, and uh, what's this about? Um, and uh, they're not automatically gonna get. It. They're gonna have to listen to it like 
it's going to have to grab them a certain way and they're going to have to put it down, pick it up, put it down, pick it up. What, these bands that we're talking about? No, like your stuff. Oh, my stuff. Uh, yeah, they're going to have to, well, same thing um, as it relates to these bands. Unless you unless you're in that world and you constantly listen to these kind of this kind of music like we do, and you listen to jazz and you listen to all these different types of music, most kids nowadays are like like Primus, yeah. for example. Oh, mm-hmm. you, you can't really put them in any. No, kind they're of... they're their own genre, right? Which I love. It's like, I do too. Oh, but... You know. And and Les will tell you, I play bass because the other guy didn't show up, and I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll play. Um, and he really did not know what he was doing, but you know, hey, it worked for him, you know. It's it's, it's kind of like the Dave Mustaine. Uh, how Dave Mustaine ended up being the vocalist for Megadeth is because they tried a bunch of people and nobody nobody fits. Who went? Fuck it, I'll sing. <laughs> so, and boy, did he ever! Yes, sir. He, uh, so, he did but, but my point with this is, most kids, they. Well, I'm not even thinking about kids. I, I'd well, like even adult, even uh, most adults, like, like all most people are like, okay, listen to the same top forty radio. You know. And that's all they know. If it's whether it's country or pop pop music or whatever, people are not. My, my, most people are not. They don't jump around genres. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're we're unique in that. Um, like a, unlike a lot of people, we'll listen to something for a while, but we won't like, you know, pound it to death. You know. Um, I mean, we, you and I are both big fans of Peak Floyd and Journey. I will go through stretches, stretches where I won't listen to Journey for years. Yeah, I probably haven't listened to Pink Floyd in a couple years. And uh, and people, people are like, who's your favorite band, Pink Floyd? Oh, that's weird. Are you sure? Uh, no. Well, you never listened to them. Well, you know. The thing I like about Pink Floyd, and I do the same thing with Journey, is like uh, I can go and I can pick up, I can put on one of my favorite records is Animals, mm. uh, the song Dog in in particular. Um, I can go and I can pick that up and I can just put that on and I can just listen to that whole record and be like, wow, it, you know, yeah. Yeah, and that's uh, I don't know. Animals is kind of you could probably. My dad wanted to, you know, uh, understand animals as a concept, you, you know. Which I didn't know anything about Animal Farm before I listened to Animals. Yeah, and he came to me. He's like, because somebody, somebody he watches on YouTube or something was 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 reacting to animals and it was like a classic rock composer reacts to pink floyd animals you know mm-hmm. and he was watching that and i liked watching those reaction videos too because i like to see somebody else discover a band i like because i kind of live vicariously through them on the 
discover it's like David Gilmore once said that he doesn't know what it felt like to hear Dark Side of the Moon for the first time because he helped create it. So it was like, you know, he's never heard the completed product without hearing all the iterations and the work that went into getting there, you know. But the person who heard it for the first time as a finished piece had a way different experience than the band did, you know. And uh, my dad was, he came to me and he was like, oh. Don't, so don't we'll, ever listen to the opening track of Dark Side of the Moon in the Dark. Just just don't. It, that freaks me the hell out. So, so yeah. Um, so he came to me and he was like, what's the deal with Pink Floyd's Animals? And I was like, uh, read this book. And I handed him Aldous Huxley, or um, not Aldous Huxley, um, George Orwell's Animal Farm. And I was like, read this. It's a short book. It'll tell you everything you need to know about how Roger Waters looks at the world. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we had a discussion about that. And I, that's kind of a pivotal, well, one of the pivotal moments. In my, my dad kind of, he he what's the word? I have a hard time finding words lately. Um kind of had this awakening. Like he's been through cancer, he's broke his back in the coal mines many years ago. He's been he lost my parents lost their son in ninety one. And um it, it's kinda like, you know, that just hardened him over the years. But then in the last couple of years, um, he's kind of had this awakening where, like, you know, I remember one time he and I had an argument almost about 9-11. Where <laughs> I, just, I just posed the question, what if it wasn't what we thought it was? What if there is something there? Because there's a lot of evidence that suggests that it's not what we were told it was. He's like, a lot of Americans died, and, fired and how dare, you know. But now he came to me, uh, he came to me about a month or two ago, and he's like, what do you know about 9-11? I was like, okay. So I put together a package on a thumb drive for him. I said, here you go. Absorb this. And then we'll talk. Now, I'm not saying it was a conspiracy. I'm not saying there's just a lot of evidence to say, hey, we should question what we're told. Um, I don't know what happened, but I don't really we, believe it's we what we were society, told. We as a society don't do that much anymore, do we? we, we not, we, not really, because we're so used to being spoon-fed what to believe. CNN tells us what to believe this and who to vote for, and we do that. And it makes me so angry to see people fall in line and i i got a good friend of mine and i think he does this just to get under my skin i haven't quite decided yet but he's like you know why would cnn lie <laughs> why why would you know what what do they have to gain to tell to tell you a lie it's like, well, they're getting paid by pharmaceutical companies. Uh, they're getting paid by the government uh, with these election, you know, the election buys and stuff. You know, uh, what reason do they have to tell us the truth? You know, because I'm sorry, I I just don't see that. I swear to God, he's got to be trolling me because, uh, 
you got to be a complete moron to think the view is um, valid information, you know, or anything that comes out of Don Lamont's face, uh, you know, and he's been proven. And Anderson Cooper, you know, he's got he's got a CIA background. Not many people know this, but it's right there in his Wikipedia article. I mean, uh, he's a Vanderbilt. He is a Vanderbilt. And so, I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't, uh, his mom. And he was the one in the ditch while people, you know, halfway up, you know, where, where's the ditch I'd climb into is filled with water so I could make this look dramatic. Uh, when a uh, hurricane Katrina was going on. So, <laughs> yeah, the only people that make that believe it, well, Actually, it's not even believable. If you ever watch the Weather Channel, yeah. during a, um, <laughs> I know where this of, is going. I know where this is going. Any kind of disaster <laughs> whatsoever. Go ahead. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> well, They're hanging on to a telephone pole. Fucking <laughs> rain and lightning. <laughs> Oh, well, it looks pretty calm right here. Uh, no, no real devastation yet. And they're sideways. The rain's raining sideways. And then there's people trying to walk by them. Um, like... Yeah, and they're fighting the wind. You know, they're like, like. Uh, if that is fake, they put a lot of money into that. <laughs> Oh, it's like dude doesn't get paid enough for real. And they're all standing out. And they and they're still they're acting they're holding their hat on with the microphone and they're sideways, their feet's hanging onto a telephone pole and they're, and they're and they've got that news voice just like they always do. And it's like And it's like be safe out there and they're like <laughs> Yeah, the, the 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 head the spokes head in, in the studio is like well, Bob, be safe out there. And then, and then the satellite cuts off or whatever. You don't know if Bob's alive or dead or. And then the next day, he's report. He's got his suit on and everything, and Bob's just like, no problem. Like nothing's ever happened. Like a, um, a car came my direction, but I dodged that bastard. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. Weather channel, the Weather Channel special. That's a special channel right there, man. <laughs> oh, dude. That's crazy. I, I don't even watch Weather Channel, but I was like, when you, see yeah. you said that, <clears throat> I remember those days. Yeah, and, and, and they still go on. And then you've got like the same. We've talked about this several times. I mean, the stuff that's going on in the world with, uh, you know, war and Ukraine and stuff. I mean, mm -hmm. it's just like, how stupid do you think we are? Oh, they think we're real stupid. I mean, though. they don't. I mean, they're not even trying to hide it. It's just like, yeah, no, they ain't trying to hide it, man. Did you see that piece where Roger Waters just shredded CNN? Yeah, that, that was that was that. I was getting to that one. <laughs> dude's like speaking uh, of Pink Floyd, Floyd. And, and, uh, uh, yeah, dude's like, uh, what? What's up with the you know, go to the effing bar at the beginning of your show? 
<laughs> he's like, uh, well, you know, dude that doesn't really get it and just, you know, I mean, I want him there, but if he doesn't want, you know, to be there, I just, I just want to let him know that, you know, and dude's like, well, I don't get all of it. You know, I don't agree with all of it. Roger's like, so? It's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> you need to read more. You need to read more. Mm-hmm. And, uh, guy should have just said, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm sorry. But he kept trying. <laughs> they brought up Roger's dad, who passed away in World War Two. I'm like, oh, that's below the belt. I'm surprised he didn't snap on that, man. I mean, he's written albums about his father. I mean, you know. I've never listened to any of Roger's solo stuff. I wonder if it's... Well, through Pink Floyd and his solo stuff. Yeah. Um, well, Floyd, yes, but I don't, I've don't. i never listened to any of his solo stuff. I have... Start with Hitch... With... Uh, what the hell... Uh, Hitchhiker, it's not Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. That's Douglas Adams. The book. Um, yeah. Um, I had the vinyl record when I was a kid. I lost it. Let me look it up real quick here. Roger Waters. So, uh, so yeah, we covered the news. We covered the, the raid. Uh, we covered all that good stuff. We covered the music. <laughs> Okay. Uh, let's see. The pros and cons of hitchhiking, 1984. Start with that. That's his first solo album. It was something to do with hitchhiking. Interesting. Yeah. And if you want the first post Roger Waters Pink Floyd album, start with. Um, God. Absence, <laughs> a momentary absence of reason or No, there's one there's one um there's one before that that nobody really knows about. Saucer full of secrets. No, that's okay. that's an early one. Okay. Um just just hang on here. I'm looking it up so I don't misquote it. Um it's going to be Okay, hold on here. Albums, okay. They have an extensive discography, so you're going to have to give me a second here. I scroll down to the 80s. The final cut. Yeah. That was the last, um, that was the last album with Waters on it. And then the momentary last reason was the first album without Waters. That's the one you were thinking of. Uh, but yeah, all their music is good, and I don't and I don't agree with Roger Waters' politics. I mean, he leans socialist, and I understand why he feels that way. But um, there's a lot of thing there's a lot of things I don't agree with him on. But there's a lot of things that I do agree with him on. And uh, 
when he's right, he's right. I'll admit it. I mean, you know, just because he's on the opposite side of the fence than I am, that doesn't really mean anything. Because hey, truth is truth. You know what I mean? There's only one truth, no matter what side of the fence you sit on. You know, if it's true, then it's true. There's there's no real getting around it. <clears throat> so. It's kind of interesting how we were able to merge politics with music right then. I mean, that's a that's a skill right there, though. <laughs> well, I mean, it used to it used to be a big a big thing. It's trying to be a big thing again in modern music, but it sort of kind of falls flat, in my opinion. Um, Does it really? Yeah, I mean, prophets of rage. Might be an exception to that rule, but even in fact, is is that is that Rage Against the Machine without Zach Delaroche? Correct. Well, it's it's Rage Against the Machine with Chuck D and Be Real. <laughs> so. Oh yeah. Even though I don't agree with their politics, I I love I like that stuff, and I love Rage Against the Machine. Mm-hmm. I don't care about their politics, and I know all their music is political. But um, Bulls on Parade, I don't really feel like that's a conservative leftist song. I think that's legit, you, you know. Mm. Um, just like when um, Dolores O'Riordan sings about zombies, you know, war is war. I don't care what side of the political fence you're on, you know. Mm-hmm. Um Man, we lost we lost a good one when she passed away. Oh, uh, I was heartbroken. I was heartbroken, man. I really, God, that was painful, man. And it was so needless. It did not need to happen, man. If I, I just somebody would have just reached out and talked to her or something, I, I'm what a shame. But yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, the, the Cranberries is one of my all-time favorite bands, and uh, I kind of respected when she left and decided to raise her family. I'm like, I can't get mad at that. I'm gonna miss the music, but and then when she committed suicide, I'm like, oh my god, oh my god. I opinions vary about what actually happened, but because I've read tons of shit. But well, I'm going with the official, um, which was that she committed suicide, and I believe it. You know, why she did it, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, only she knows that. Yeah. No, I don't really think she left a note. She did. It's none of our business. That's for her family. You know, uh, to deal with, or you know, to not deal with. I mean, to deal with it, but you know what I mean. That's that's for them to. That's that's not our business, <laughs> as the public, as fans. I mean, you know. <clears throat> uh, what a beautiful voice, though. Just pure Irish. I mean, there, there aren't many. There aren't many light. Well. The closest I, I could compare, which I don't compare it to much, but 
closest. Sinead O'Connor. I have um, a lot of respect for her. She, uh, her, which. I love her voice. She just man. recently retired, I think. I didn't know she was. I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> yeah, she's still. She <laughs> still puts she out. She still puts. She still. I mean, she's been putting out music for years. She's yeah. Nobody pays attention because she's Sinead O'Connor. She's opinionated. Yeah. Well, you know, I have a lot of respect for her. She she did something that wasn't popular. She went against the grain, and uh, you know, her career suffered for it. But you know what? When when you feel strongly about something, you know, what are you going to do? You're going to sell your soul? You're going to sell out? Or are you going to stand by your beliefs, man? I mean, whether you agree with her or not, I respect the fact that she stood up for her beliefs and ruined her career as a result, man. I'll never forget that Saturday Night Live performer that she did. I saw that live. I mean, uh and I could see how nervous she was when she did that, man. You can look it up to this day and go back and, you know, she shaved her hair. Women weren't shaving. They didn't have alopecia back in the day. She did it as a as a statement, you know, to renounce her femininity or whatever, you know. Uh, and she was coming up in a time where Ireland was very, very, was a hotbed for her. Violence and war, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I I got a lot of respect for Snyder Crown. I not like I said, I don't always agree with where she stands on things, but I have a lot of respect because uh, I don't look at it as wokeism. You know, she just she believes in what she believes. Just like Roger, Roger's not woke. Okay, he's a leftist, but he's not woke. You know what I mean? He'd probably say fuck you to all this woke shit, you know. He didn't mind telling that CNN guy to go fuck himself, man, you know. Uh, in a manner of speak, I'm sure he wouldn't. He told, uh, who was that? Yeah, he told his fans, he's like, you know, if you, if you don't, if you don't accept the music, you know, the message behind the music, then you can fuck off. <laughs> I'm like I don't accept the message But I accept you Roger I'm a fan of you no matter what your beliefs are You're a good person I don't think you're an asshole I understand I just disagree with a lot of where you stand on things But but hey dude You do you I wouldn't have you any other way man I think you're wrong But hey I, I didn't grow up in England Post World War II where it was a shit storm I mean you know um. Yeah, yeah. Uh, life experiences shape who we are. Environment shapes who we are. You know, I grew up in America in the 1980s and late 70s. Came of age in the 90s as a Gen X, one of the last Gen Xers. Uh, you know, our age group. There was a certain time. Remember mm-hmm. when Nirvana came out, and, and there was a certain time period. When Nirvana came out, yeah, I remember. We were, you know, I remember sitting in haunt, sitting in my bedroom at one point, going, "Who thinks this is good music?" That's, I, like, I'm, I'm still that way. Steve, well, I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, I like, I like a lot of their songs, but in particular, "Smells Like Teen, Teen Spirit." Just, I can only listen to that so many times, and I'm like, okay, I'm over this. And it was yeah. like, uh, this is. I mean, I get why, why, what it was for, and, and you know, what it's about, and all that kind of junk. But 
it's, it's just there's so many other today um that album there's just so many uh different songs on there that you just like wow and then you get into other bands like Alice in Chains and Soundgarden and um who are you know most of them are still going with the exception of Soundgarden and and Nirvana um STP still going yeah um doesn't sound any doesn't sound anything like what they used to sound with with Scott Weiland. They lost but, him, dude. I mean, but I mean, it still says good music. It's you know, yeah. Um, freaking Alice in Chains, man. Um, yeah, I mean, they're new. They're new guy. I, I cannot remember his name for the life of me. Uh, something William, but uh. Jerry Cantrell does most of the singing anyway, but he's, you know, this guy's no slouch. Um, I've listened to to their newer records several times, and and they're good. Um, But then again, you know, I'm I'm unique in that I pick up music and, and art and things, TV show, it doesn't matter what it is. When it's when it's popular, I don't necessarily jump on board. I don't either. Like when it when it's really popular, I'm like, okay, that's cool. Uh, you know, maybe I'll I'll look at that later because it doesn't grab me like it grabs everybody else. Um, as I've gotten older, it's like that's I mean, we live in a world where everything is on demand, and I don't have you know, I don't have. It's not like when we were growing up and you had. You know, well, what about the new tape and what about the new movie and you know the new video you know if you watch this movie uh, I rented it for Blockbuster uh, <laughs> I, rec- I recorded this this song off of uh, off the radio I waited like six hours I saw something off oh Facebook. yeah well you you know yeah. uh that's what I used to do I used to record um like uh there was a jazz show late at night on NPR and there's blues before sunrise uh, late Saturday night, early Sunday morning, and I used to have my reel-to-reel set to record all that music, and um, and that's what I I just go back and listen to it, man. I mean, it's not like that now. Now everything's like on demand, streaming, whenever, where, whatever you want, and and it loses something to me. I mean, I'm. It I'm do. In, it I'm do. into the. I'm into the. I'm into the streaming because I mean, who doesn't want music? You know, like Billy Corrigan said, the fans are going to get their music any way they can. Yeah, so, they are. Yeah, we. So are. you know, um, but uh, yeah, I, because of you can, I can get it anytime I want to. I don't feel compelled to just. Oh, did you watch this or did you see this? Like Netflix is like probably the worst thing that could have ever happened to our society in, in a certain, in a, to a certain extent because, you know, the binge watch. Okay, you can watch it anytime you want to, but there are people that go home and they watch entire shows in one weekend just so they can go talk about it with their friends Monday morning at work. There's nothing wrong with that, is it? And, and there's that's cool and all, but don't, don't you just like you just doesn't it take some of the enjoyment out of it? Well, you know? you've enjoy, you enjoyed your weekend watching it. 
you know. That's the way I see it. I mean, I never, I never could get in, despite I never could get into the binge mentality. I really just. I've been, I binge watched Lost back in the day. Wow, that's dedication. <laughs> I hate it. I hate that show. I can understand why you hate that show because I started watching that some bitch. I hate it. And about halfway through, I'm like, what the fuck? Huh? Yeah, and they ended the series all fucking stupid too. It's like, you know, I imagine some of those dedicatees who watched it week to week, you know, and how they must have felt. But I watched it hoping that at the end of this series, there were six seasons, that that it would lead to something, some answers or something, you know. And uh, do you think we got any answers at the end of the, of the end of the series? No. So it's kind of like a Twin Peaks. I don't know. I never situation. watched Twin Peaks. But <laughs> yeah, um, it's weird. Like stuff so I'm, I, I thought I would never be into. Like I'll pick up years later. Mm-hmm. Just, just simply because, like. Well, um, I watched, I watched Lost because. Um, you know, I, I, I wanted something to talk about with a chick that I was talking to at the time who was into the show. Her name was Samantha. And uh, I don't know what happened. We got into this weird argument. She she moved, she moved did live here in Tuscaloosa, and we, we were, you know, uh, we almost dated. And I had the computer shop at the time. She brought her computer in a couple times. And um, that's not how I met her. But I I told her to bring it in. And um, I don't know. It was so weird because, like, I thought everything was going good. It's like we're talking and getting along and everything. And we're kind of moving towards dating. And all of a sudden she tells me when I I say, so when are we going to go out? You, you know, you know, we're flirting with each other and everything. And she's like, "Oh, I got a boyfriend now." <laughs> and I'm like, "What? What the fuck? You didn't tell I me." Mean, what? She's like, "She goes, yeah. So, I, you know, we're not really be able to do that." I said, "Well, when when were you planning on telling me about this boyfriend?" She was like, well, "I just did." <laughs> I was like, "All right." So we got this weird argument. We didn't talk for a long time, and then she got she broke up with that guy. So I asked her again, I said, okay, you know, I, I know y'all broke up, you know, um, so when, when are we going to, when are we going out? And she's like, well, I moved to Birmingham, so that's going to be kind of tough now. I was like, okay, no big deal. Birmingham's cool. Come down here, pick me up. We'll show me around. And uh, she him hauled him on and then, okay, I didn't talk to her for a while, okay. And then out of the clear blue, she sends me some pictures, we'll say. Okay. And I didn't ask for them. I didn't want them. But she sent them anyway. Okay. I'm like, damn. Uh, Okay. So we going on that date now? (laughs) (laughs) You talk about me. And, uh, well, I mean, I was talking to her for like over a year at this point. And, you know. 
not understanding why she's going out with everybody else but me, and we're like getting along, and you know everything is cool, you know. So, uh, so she sent me those pictures, and I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And um, so we're we're making plans to meet each other. Like I said, she's in Birmingham now. She got a job. She's a social worker, and um, and I'm here running the shop and everything. So we're trying to we're trying to link up. Okay, we're trying to figure out a way, you know, a time a time to meet each other that be be good and everything, you know. So I hadn't talked to her for a little while, maybe a couple weeks. Month at the most. Memory serves me correctly. This is around 2007-8. No, this is around 2008 or 2009, somewhere around in there. Okay. Maybe maybe 2010. No, what? Yeah, was it 10? It was on into 10. Okay, so I met her in like 07, and then it 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 ran into 10. Okay. So, like I said, maybe a month went by because, you know, life happened and everything. I got busy. And uh, so I asked her again. I was like, hey, I hadn't heard from you while. Everything's cool. Uh, she's like, oh, yeah. Uh, just enjoying, you know, my new life and everything. Uh, I was like, is Birmingham really that different than Tuscaloosa? And then uh, she was, oh, no, I'm married. Like what the fuck? Where did the husband come from? <laughs> well, I mean, I ain't talked to you in a month, and and all of a sudden you find somebody, get engaged, and get married to him. I was like, okay, never mind. Uh, see you later. And I ain't talked to her since. Crazy woman, man. But she was cute. She was half Italian. <laughs> Yeah, she was really cute, man. And uh, and she was. It wasn't that she was just stringing me along. I mean, she was genuinely, inter- genuinely interested when we were talking about it. It's just, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I have no clue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well. Uh, apparently, she's. I wasn't what she was looking for. So. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to watch myself in the dating scene because uh, I'm gonna have to be like, okay, where's the manual? There's no manual, dude. We're where, all. We're where all. is the dead gum man? I want. What are the instructions? Okay, tell me where are your batteries located. Just Ooh. where batteries? Oh shit, dude! You didn't <laughs> just say that, dude. <laughs> Oh my God, <laughs> folks! Uh, uh, my uh, apologies to anyone who thinks that's offensive. I wasn't being serious. No, it wasn't offensive. It's just uh, when I think of women and batteries, uh, maybe it's me. <laughs> Maybe I'm the one with the problem. There are some people that that if they li- still listen to this show, are probably laughing their ass off right now. Uh, I don't really know, and that's fine. <laughs> um, <sighs> what I do know is 
<laughs> we need to get this train back on the rail. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, okay. Um, uh, anyway, um, yeah, I, and and and, I, and I'm getting the start on this junk late in life, so. Oh, you talking about Dayton? Yeah, so it, I'm in for a bit of a culture shock. I'm pretty sure, but you know, ladies and gentlemen, for those. Who are interested? Yes, you heard it right. For those who are interested, our main man, the GEO of Geek, the GEO is available and is actually pursuing female companionship. Leave your email on our Facebook page, Geek versus Geek at Facebook. <laughs> yeah, Subject line my- I'm interested in GEO. <laughs> Uh, address this to Scott Toothman because you know um, I'm not looking for women. Yeah, I know that, but you you did this so they can talk to you. Well, you're the one that wants it, so uh, no, 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 no. You opened this can of worms. No, you. You're going to deal with it. No, you opened this can of worms. No, I didn't. You did. Oh, so you're not trying to date nobody. See what I have to deal with, folks. But it's okay. 30 years, I wouldn't have any other way. So, <sighs> What else we got, man? Um, let's talk about... Um, did I mention on the last show that I lost a good friend of mine, family pet? No, you did not. I wanna, I wanna at least, you know, honor the little fellow. Um. Uh, yeah. Not too long ago, I think a week ago now. Um, we lost our little Shih Tzu, um, Ty. Uh, he was 13. His life was cut short, having been born with a heart defect. And um, he had a, the day before, he had a major, major heart attack that uh, he wasn't able to recover from. And he went peacefully in my mom's arms. Uh, I thought it was my dad's arms, but. Couldn't find out. I couldn't be near it. I uh, had enough heartbreak in my life. Um, but yeah, he went peacefully and he uh, he went to he crossed the rainbow bridge, as we say in in the in the pet community. <clears throat> so I just want to honor him publicly. Cool. Um, I know how you feel, man. I, I, I lost. How many years has it been now? Two. Probably about two years now. Two or three. Um, it's a dog I acquired from my from my mom's aunt. And uh, that little dog was just. My favorite thing in the world. 
Yeah, man. And she, her name was Little Bit. And she just had all kinds of, she had back problems. She had, um, you know. She didn't have a good puppyhood. No, she didn't. She Her puppy life was not, uh, I think she got kicked by cow. That's what happened. Damn. Um, but um, she was born without cartilage in part of her back. And, yeah. um, yeah, yeah, man. So we like took her to hospital, um, did, did all kind of, I mean, the surgery would have been unreal. I mean, I, we took her to, um, Startville where the, there's a very good veterinary school. Oh yeah. Um, and, uh, I'm like, I don't want this dog. I, I can't afford you know, to take care of, you know, you know, make this dog, uh, you know, whole again, whole again. And, and yeah. she just, she, the vet, I couldn't go in there when she passed away because we had to take her to the vet because she had a tumor in her rectum. Um, mm-hmm. and, um, they could, they could, they couldn't remove it. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah. they they could have tried, but they would have basically had to have. It's like give give the dog a colost a colostomy bag, basically. Yeah, that that her quality of life would have suffered at that. Point. And and uh, I don't wish that on anybody. And then a short while later, our older dog Dolly, um, also passed away from basically old age. Yeah. She was um, old, and uh, that was within within a week within a week of each other. And my gosh, that I don't that is that is hard. That is pain that you will never you will feel that for your your whole life, man. Really, I mean, I think about some of the pets I've lost, man, and they don't know i mean they don't they know they're hurting and they know they've always relied on you to take care of them and you can't can't save them anymore and they don't understand that they're looking at you to help them and you know the betrayal that i feel yeah it was it was weird because within a month or two i was talking about getting you know probably almost not even quite a year i was like well we need to get another dog because the house just felt so empty. Mm-hmm. You know, you just, when you're used to having that little, little ray of sunshine to come home to every day. And, you know, to, to, you know, make, make you feel happy when you're blue, make you feel, you know, I've got sunshine, you know, just on just, a cloudy day. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> And the little bit spent the best few years of her life. I'm convinced of that with us. Of course she did. Cause, cause we, cause we, you know, we, you know, just let her play, let her be, you know, be, a, be a dog. And, uh, she was good for Dolly, Do- Dolly and her, you know, she, Dolly looked after her, um, we never let Dolly have any puppies, 
So like a little bit was kind of that, you know, they watched out for each other and uh, it, it was, it was hard. And now we have um, Missy mm. um, who's another Boston Terrier and she is a mess. We, I have, I have been wanting to get another one, but my, my parents are like, no more dogs. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, my dad in particular is like, doesn't have any patience anymore. So yeah, it's, it's a little bit, and it's hard for me too. Cause I, you know, it's hard for me to get around as it is. So when you're trying to like check that for a dog, you no, know, don't go in the bat, go to the bathroom on the floor, you know, you know, when you can't pick them up and chew them outside or whatever. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, man. So, I mean, they, Boston Terriers generally like, live about 15 years. So, yeah, yeah. Um, Shih Tzus live about the same. 15. About the, okay. Yeah. Um, Fifi lived uh, beyond her expected life. It's, I'm not surprised because that dog was the most stubborn thing. I remember reading the description about Shih Tzu's characteristics before, you know, right after we got Fifi. That was the first experience we had with, with Shih Tzu's. And I, I remember reading the little little snippet that said they can be a little bit willful. <laughs> you think? Uh, I was like, man, they don't know this though. They need to revise that description a little man, bit. Man, well, I'm still, I still have uh, the one you have now. That dog gives me flashbacks, man. Yeah, Gracie does not lie. like you. I at ain't all. gonna lie. She doesn't like. And you. I ain't been through, I ain't been through anything, but she gives me it just. <laughs> I've never seen an animal. You walk up to her to go pet her. And somebody picks her up so I can, you know, can pet her and she doesn't run away. And the first thing she'll do is put her paw to your throat like, don't come any closer. If he comes any closer, your jugular gets it. <laughs> and the look on her face, she, she's not hiding it either. Some dogs will hide their feelings, you know. No, he disgusts me. Get him away from me. Like, Damn, what did he do? Just he looks funny. I don't like him. Get him away. Get him away or you're going to bleed. Damn. I mean, I'll be I'll be sitting there at the table in your dining room. Minding yeah. my own business. Yeah. Not doing and all of a sudden I hear Ruff! Ruff! What? And she's just barking her head off at me like Yeah, just like you're still here. God dang it. Why? It's not you like in the morning especially, like she she'll wake up. Think it's all bad dreams. See that you're still here. Uh, it's like she's not having any part of it. I don't know what you did to her, man. Must have hit her with her cane by accident or something. I don't know. Now, your other dog, your your rescue. Yeah, Peanut. She 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 like takes up for you, man. I love that dog. Well, she's fine. She'll do anything we tell her to do, man. It's hilarious. 
and 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 my sister would be like, why why you know why can't we get these thoroughbreds to mine like she does? I said I tell you, it's real simple. I'll take this pill and you won't kick me out, right? I'll I'll eat this nasty dog food and I get to live here, right? Okay. She don't want to get thrown out on the street like her previous owner did, man. Which we would never do that, but she don't know that. Um. Did you ever find out what kind of dog she was, or is? Yeah, we've been knowing. She's a rat terrier, man. Oh. I'm surprised I didn't uh, I didn't pick up on that because I have a friend who who had rat terrier for years. Um, she's a lot bigger than I remember a rat terrier being. Well, she's a little on the heavy side. She likes to eat. Um, she's a plump little girl. She's BBW. She's BBW. But yeah, man. Pet, she's so a- she's so fat, George. She lays on her side. The side is facing up. The legs, her legs can't touch the ground, so they're just sticking straight out, like 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 she keeled over. I can imagine when you go to the vet, they're like, uh, yeah. yeah, that they hint around about where she could lose a little little weight. But she has that fear of not knowing when her next meal is going to happen. She eats whenever she can eat. I'm surprised. I'm surprised they didn't put you, give you like the um, because we had to do that with a little bit at one point because she was she was too chunky, and we had to put her on special food. That stuff, it's called science diet weight control. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's expensive as hell, and basically, you know how they make them lose weight. Mm-hmm. Basically, they have, they have to take a shit every five minutes. Ah, <laughs> the old shit diet. <laughs> yeah, they do that. They do that to humans too, man. Some folks. And, 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 you know, it's it's it's. I, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy because, like, who wants to live like that? I don't know, man. That's that's. <laughs> I mean, I know y'all used to take your your Shih Tzus for a walk. We still do. Um, this, how does Peanut do with that? Peanut will go to the bathroom outside, and she'll go to the bathroom inside. Um, hmm. But she's better. She's more trained than the other one. The other one gets mad. She'll just. She'll just. <laughs> She'll pee right where you're going. Well, I about died about a month or a couple yeah, I know. Ago. I don't, and I don't know which dog did it, so I can't really blame anybody. But uh, and I say about died, I literally almost died because uh, one of them decided to to booby trap the bottom of the steps, and I slipped. It wasn't pleasant. But... I can imagine it wasn't. I'll be. Probably have residual problems from that for a long time. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, but it's all good. It's all part of the fun of having pet dog. Yep. Pets are. 
unless you're, unless you're somebody that has one of these exotic things. Like I know people that had hedgehogs. Yeah, hedgehog. Who buys a hedgehog? You, you can't. You, you can't pet on... the damn thing. <laughs> I mean, you have to put on a glove to pet. So hang on a second. You put on these welders' gloves. Yeah, man. I mean, bunny rabbits, I sort of understand. Um, I never knew anybody that had a had an iguana. I always used to think that was pretty cool. Um, I used to wonder what happened to, if you remember Terminator, the original Terminator. Mm. Uh, young Sarah Connor has an iguana mm-hmm. named Pugsley. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, Pugsley. Yeah. Man, who has an iguana for a pet? What What do you? I mean, I, I bet they keep all the insects out of your house. <laughs> yeah, man. But, I mean... Yeah, man. Yeah, they do. A lot of times, and that's a natural, like, uh, every now and then... Um... Well, it's kind of hard to do with Peanut because she's a hunting dog. Um, But before Peanut, like if a lizard got in the house or whatever, Mm -hmm. we'd kind of let him chill out for a couple days, you know, before throwing him back outside. Uh, Because everyone we found was fat. And like, well, if he's been in the house, he's not starving. So let him do what he does. That happened to me once. um, We used to live in this old house. Um, when I was a kid, just a really weird house. It had orange shag carpet. And I was in oh. my room. I was in my room one day, and okay, all the walls are like pan, uh, wood paneling. Right? Paneling, yeah. So I was in my room, and I'm I happened to open my closet, and I'm in my closet just playing around, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I happened to look, and up under the, uh, I had noticed this little lizard. A while back, like a couple of, you know, and I just left him there. Like, oh, a little lizard. Cool. Yeah. I come back and I look in my closet one day and there's this big green thing. Like, <laughs> I have grown. <laughs> <laughs> I have reached my potential. And, and I'm like, and he's stuck under the, um, under the paneling. Yeah. And you could like, I mean, you could literally see teeth and the tail and the whole nine yards. Yeah. And I'm like, Dad! A monster grew in my closet! And he comes in there and just picks him up and says, Oh, I'll put him outside. He needs deep bugs. <laughs> yeah, he's probably cool, man. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious, though. That reminds me of an experience I had, which was more traumatizing. Um, I remember laying in bed one night and it was dark and, uh, it was, uh, it was pitch black dark. I was, I, I just going to bed, just gotten to sleep and I felt something cold run across my face. I mean, just run, just run across like, and I flipped the hell out, man. I jumped up out of bed, turned the light on, 
And I looked around like, what the hell was that? And on the wall above my headboard is this lizard. And he's going through his entire color palette trying to blend into that wall, but he he ain't got that color in his repertoire. And he act like I can't see him. He's like, whatever the fuck just happened, find the right color, man. Where is it? And he's going gray, green, brown. He, I mean, he's trying his damnedest to blend into that wall. And finally, he's just dark brown. He's like, yeah, this is the color right here. And the wall's white. And he's dark brown. Yeah, this is it. I found, I found it. And he just froze. Like, yeah, he don't see me. I'm camouflage. I'm invisible. I'm like, oh, fuck. It was you? He goes, no, you don't see me. I'm not here. Uh-huh. So I scooped him up, threw him out the window, man. I was like, damn, don't come back, dude. That wasn't cool. Scared the shit out of me, man, because he was cold. And, you know, lizards are cold. I get that, man. You know. But he just ran across my face like a punk. All the whole room you can hang out in, you got to run across my face. But it was warm, man. You couldn't snuggle up under the blanket and chillax. You you had to run across my face. Uh, And then he he thought he was slick, but he was on the wall, diagonal, his tail straight out. He's, I mean. It went from green to brown to gray, back to green, green, light green. He went through every green he had. And finally, he's just like, okay, dark brown to match perfectly against this wall. I'm like, dude, I see you. He's like, no, you don't. I'm invisible. Nah, for real, I see you. No, you don't. I'm invisible. So I was like, all right, I'm going to scoop your ass up, man, because, uh, you know, this isn't this isn't related. Of course not. But I have noticed something. Of course you did. Now, if Facebook has picked up on the TikTok thing, and basically they're trying to merge TikTok and Facebook. Okay. And there's this right these these people get mm. on on do these videos. And and it seems to be popular to do to uh, lip sync comedians. Oh yeah. Um. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes it's funny, and sometimes it's like, because there's there's one there's a a guy and his daughter I guess that uh they she plays Peanut, and he plays Jeff Dunham. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's funny as hell, but it, it's just like, why do you people? I mean, really, you can't be any more original than that. I mean, stupid, yeah, stupid. I mean, I don't know. It's just it's one of those things where I'm like, okay, this is where our society's gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is you know, <laughs> I mean. You you can still find useful crap on YouTube, but you have to dig for it. Yeah, you have to dig for it. So I have to dig for it anywhere. True. I don't I don't know anything about BitChute or, or Rumble, but yeah, I I post when I post videos, I post them on Rumble. That's my that's my safe zone. I don't post any videos on YouTube for any reason. So, yeah. 
first of all, it's a lot easier to monetize on Rumble, which I'm not monetized because I haven't told it where to put the money yet. And I don't have enough views on there even to even to worry about it. Mm. But um, I just like the fact that I don't have to worry about like I I've I've used copyrighted music on on Rumble and just you know just disclaimed that hey this isn't this isn't mine I'm just using it for the video I'm not trying to make money off of this it's not monetized it is what it is you know. And uh, they don't seem to have a problem with it, you know. But uh, YouTube, nah, you can't even. You yeah, can't, well, when you got people like Don Henley, Don, Henley, Don Henley's an asshole. Man. Going, going before Congress, Congress and like, uh, we're not getting be, paid. Somebody should be playing our music on YouTube, like, but kids will discover your music. I don't care. Okay. Yeah, it's it's heartbreaking that he got that way. <sighs> all those all those hippie musicians, Neil Young, Joni Mitchell, yeah, they all was... got they all got fucking greedy. I mean, Neil Young, I am not the biggest Neil Young fan. I can put it, I can put on a record of his and listen to a song of his and and be like, okay, this is pretty cool. Like every once in a while. Yeah. I'm pr- fairly convinced I couldn't listen to a whole album of his. <laughs> I'm not a big Neil Young fan either. Um, he did bring us Rick James, um, which I'll forever be grateful. But uh, past that, I'm not. I'm not a fan. I mean, as a as a guitar player, I don't. I mean, the dude's been around for years. And I have yet to hear anything by him that I'm like, guitar-wise. Well, he's not a guitar player. He's a folky. But, uh, and then, like, the way he, you know, and then you listen to him sing. And it's just just like, okay, I'd rather go listen to Bob Dylan. (laughs) Oh, that's a stretch right there, Bob. I know. Um, it's like I've told you, man. If Bob Dylan can sell millions and millions and millions of records, being constipated, well, I'm you not, will do fine. I, I'm not convinced that he's because he doesn't sound like that now, and he certainly didn't sound like that early in his career. Like his first couple albums are some of my favorite records. And then all of a sudden it's like, dude, what did you do? Well, you know, the drugs constipated him. So more drugs he got into, the more constipated he was. And that was reflected in his singing voice. Or something. I I mean, like, have you ever heard the original version of, of All Along the Watchtower? The Bob Dylan version? Yeah. Yes, I haven't. You've never heard it? No. Why not? The only version that I that I know is the Jimi Hendrix version. Which well, that's the accepted version because Bob always liked that version better. But why haven't you listened to the original? I just have never. I mean, it's, it's out never, there. Never crossed my path or whatever. I don't know. 
Um, I mean, there are certain songs that that'll come on the radio, like um, um, "Tangled Up in Blue." Um, just different ones. Um, and I'll be like, you know, this dude's pretty deep. Oh, his lyrics are off the chain, man. Yeah. You know, and, uh, but just in general speak, I don't, I never understood the fandom. Like maybe in there. He's a folky man. We don't live in that era. So it's hard to understand. I mean, Steve Jobs was utterly enamored with this dude. <laughs> because 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 of the era, dude. Uh, that era of time, and and it wasn't everybody that lived in that time, but there were people that lived in that time. They were called folkies, man. You know, they they were all about the folk music. And there was rules. If you listen to that audio book by um. What's that dude's name? Steve Earle. Steve Earle has this a short audio book, kind of like his biography. He helps you. In fact, I have it, and I'll send it to you. He does a good well explaining, good good job of explaining the folky movement and how he never fit in, even though he considered himself a folky. And um, he kind of. His his the way he reads his book is is kind of weird, but um he approached it he approached it as a um as a poet as a poetic gesture. So almost like spoken word or kind of like that. Yeah. So you gotta adjust your ear to listen to it because um. <clears throat> It's very interesting. Um, um, right here, the moment in 1965 when rock and roll becomes art, by Steve Earle. Uh, for those out there who are interested, I recommend it highly. I have the audio book, which is better, I think, because of the spoken word aspect of it. But um, it may just be an audio book. I don't even know if it's available any other way. Speaking of. Uh, folky stuff. I don't know if we talked about this. Yeah, go ahead. At any, at any point, but um, did you know that there is a documentary coming out about the 1994, um, or not 1994, 99 Woodstock, and what a complete disaster that was. <laughs> it was a disaster, and I don't really know if I'm interested in that or not. I don't. It may already be out. It was. It's a Netflix thing because Netflix picked oh, it up. I, I don't have Netflix. I know you so. don't, but it's like um, I didn't never. I, it, Woodstock for me, especially the older one, the '94. Everybody remembers '94 because you know, Green. It was Day, our generation. Yeah, our generation. Yeah, yeah. but like '99. I could not for the life of me figure out why they did it at all. They were trying to make it a yearly festival like Lollapalooza and, and others, you know. Um, there's money to be made there, that's why. And it was it was it was awful. I can understand why people were so were so pissed. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean I, I wasn't happy with it at all because I felt like 
my generation's music, like, you know, it was coming up in the 90s, like, like Nirvana, the band that started the grunge movement, I hated. But Pearl Jam and Alice in Chains and uh, uh, Stone Temple Pilots and that, that whole group that came after them, I was a huge fan of. But at the same time, I was like, you know, the music I grew up with is never coming back. It's over. Um, this this is what we have now. And uh, even now, it's worse because hip-hop's taken over. And I like hip-hop, but it's not rock and roll, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I, I listen to everything, and I, and I compartmentalize my music. Other than what I play. When I play everything, it's a melting pot. Like you said, everything just comes out. And if you don't understand that, if you don't listen to everything, you're not really going to understand my music, which is ironic. Because uh, as I listen to music, I compartmentalize it. I don't listen to a rap song and then a country song. If I'm in the mood for something, that's what I'm listening to. Today's metal day. I'm listening to metal all day. Or, you know, or... Uh, like you have your jazz Sunday, you know, it's like, wow, Which Sunday's, I kind of a, Sunday's kind of a mellow day. Jazz is mellow. I'm going to mellow out to jazz all day. Which we're about to, we're going to have to wrap this up pretty quick. I got to go, but, uh, you got to go. Why you got to go, man? Cause I got to work tomorrow, man. Uh, Yo, I got to make a living. I got to make that bread. You're making no bread, man. What are you talking about? You work at Academy, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, we're we're at the two hour mark, so if you want to wrap it up, that's cool. Yeah. Um, that's pretty. Uh, I hate to use this terminology because it's not this is not YouTube, but um, follow, like, subscribe, and share. Yeah, I mean, follow us on Facebook. I mean, we need we need uh, we need. Uh, we need more community, I think, is what you're trying to say. Yeah, need- pretty much. I mean, Scott, you're not as uh, – Bug's not as as into this as, as I am. But, you know, feedback is important to me because it lets me know, like, hey, you know, what you do matters. Not that, that you know, but um, – So, so – you sound like shit. You need to do this and this, that, and the other. So that that, well, that makes you feel like yeah, it matters. Huh? Because I've had some questions. We've had some questions about, okay, um, people that I've told about this podcast are like, uh, well, how many listeners do you have? We're gaining. You know, and I'm like, uh, I don't know. We, you, you know. can now say we have a world audience. Uh-huh. And that's not a joke. Um, they're not where I'd like them to be, but they're, we're, we're, I'll try to find some numbers and send you. Um, I mean, we're, I'm basically what I'm trying to do is we need to, uh, we need to justify taking, uh, cause we believe in the value for value model. Mm-hmm. Um, if you get something out of this podcast, we hope we will support you will support it with, uh, you know, uh, we, we take our cues from very popular podcasts called No Agenda as far as, uh, you know, how their how their model works and everything. Um, you know, if you get something out of it, you know, let us know. If, don't, uh, don't 
throw us a bone every now and then. Yeah, I mean, hey, if if, if you know you hear something something some we talk about, and you want to contribute to it or add to it or you know disagree with us or whatever, um, that's what the Facebook page for is for right now. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a, a community hub until we get infrastructure built where we can move away from that. And as the show progresses, you'll you know you'll be privy to where we're at with stuff. But right now, Facebook it's easy to find. It's public. Most people have Facebook. I think it's safe to say. So um, just find us there and um tell us what you think um i probably won't pay it too much attention especially if it's negative <laughs> it's just me because right. um, um, i've got enough negativity in my life i don't i don't need more but well, if you negativity. feel like you genuinely want to help the podcast instead of just being a negative nancy or just if you're one of those people that just just crap on things because you're not doing it or you're trying to be edgy or whatever, I, I'm you know don't do that. Just you know if you really feel like you want to help us, uh, there's a way to do that and you know how to do that and just be cool about it and um, and not not judgmental either. I'm not in the mood for people being judgmental because we all none of us are perfect and. Uh, you know, we get enough of that in our life, you know, but, uh, constructive feedback, healthy feedback. I'd be down with that. Um, the world. Yeah. The world is crappy enough without adding to it. Is my if, stance on it. I mean, and there's, and there's problems with the show. We're well aware of, I mean, don't, don't, don't get it twisted as the young folks say, uh, we, we know there's flaws. Believe me, whatever flaw you point out, believe me, we we can point out five more behind the scenes that y'all don't know about. But if there's topics or there's, you know, if you feel like there's a way we can present the show that will be more helpful to you or, you know, if you'd like to see us on a platform that we're not yet on, hey, tell us, you know, say, hey, I'd like I'd rather, you know, I'd rather see y'all on Audible, but I, I haven't found you there yet. What's the deal? We'll help you. Will you? If we're not there, we'll get there. Uh, like I said, I've been working on getting on Amazon's Prime for a while, which I think includes Audible. So, um, just you know, just just if there's questions about a topic that that you feel we got detailed enough about that we touched on, like music or what, I, I'm kind of a savant when it comes to music. I've I've been a music nerd my whole life. I come from a family of musicians. Uh, my mom plays the piano. Uh, my dad knows how to play the piano too, but get him to do it. Um, and my brother played guitar before he passed. And my aunts and uncles, aunt and uncle specifically, uh, were huge influences on on me growing up. So I know a lot of random stuff about a lot of random musicians out there and stuff that I just like. Why do I know this? But, you know, there's, there's like Pink Floyd especially. Um, I know their childhoods. I've read every book. I've read every interview throughout my whole life. There's really not much about Pink Floyd I know that I don't know at this point. I could probably write a book about them, but there's so many already written. It's like not even a point. But my point is uh, if there's something you want resources for that we talked about, like, hey, do you have a link for that thing you talked about or whatever, 
get in touch with us. We'll try to we'll try to provide that on the Facebook page. So if it's not there, uh, I'm going to try to compile a list of stuff and dump it there. It's not there already, but um, I, I encourage the listeners to go to the Facebook page and like it and follow it so we know hey there's there's interest here we can develop this further or if we go on we can just keep it instead of abandon it like we want to do but if it's still relevant we need to know that so i try to post things on there that we might talk about on the show yeah we don't we don't always so yeah we may not because either either you know um the mood of the topic will have changed or the circumstances will have changed around that topic where we feel like, okay, you know, this has been covered to death. We, by the time we get to it, there's really nothing we can add to it. What we're trying to do is just have a discussion between us, like me and George having a discussion and just kind of bringing y'all in for the ride. We're not trying to be a news show. We're not trying to be anything specific. It's just two friends who've known each other forever, just getting together once a week, trying to, and just catching up with each other, talking about what's going on in the world, what you know, and we're just bringing you along. So I mean, we try not to. Yeah, we try not to miss shows, but occasionally life happens. Well, so. well G, like I said, Gio's got a lot of technical issues right now. It's beyond his control, and it's really aggravating for him because you know he's he's got a lot of money sank into this, uh, and it's still giving him problems. Problems that should have been resolved and should not be coming up so soon. Um, you know, so just be patient with us. There'll be an episode. We're not abandoning this. Well, it'll be announced if, if it, if, if it is, and we ain't announced that yet. So, uh, yeah, just hang in there, man. We'll, we'll get to it. Well, yeah. So on that note, um, I think we're going to call it a, call this one in the can. In the can, and, two uh, hours, 26 minutes, and nine seconds, 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah, um, so uh, until next week, guys, I'm Gio. And I'm Bug. Later. Later, Gator. <laughs>